man, Anthony Davis, Anthony Davis, Anthony Davis. Man, let me tell you something, man. I I know that the Lakers are looking. And when I say I know, I'm just speaking, um, not literally, but figuratively. There there's, has to be a level of disappointment that is so high towards Anthony Davis. On that game last night, and I watched that game from start to finish. And when I look at Anthony Davis, he's lazy as hell. He's lazy. He he doesn't put his best effort forward. And when I was watching D'Angelo Ball and how you can tell as he was dribbling the ball up, he was just very frustrated because when you have a lazy-ass center, that's really just trotting, not sprinting, but trotting to get down to the other end on the offensive side of the ball. And D'Angelo Ball, D'Angelo Russell has to literally stop and idle the basketball for five to seven seconds while the 24-second shot clock is running down and literally force Anthony Davis is to get into the play. And what I mean by get into the play is get set so we can run the offense. Let me go over Anthony Davis stats, man. This man played 37 minutes and 14 seconds. This man only scored 17 points. D'Angelo Russell scored 33 points. Rue Hachimura, and I know I'm probably pronouncing it wrong, but hey, I apologize, Rui. But he scored 12 points. Austin Reeves, 13 points. Dennis Schroeder, 14 points. Malik Beasley, 10 points. But let me tell you something. You are not going to win. The Lakers will not win with Anthony Davis only scoring 17 points. Man, look, look, look. Let me tell you something, man. This man took 18 field goal attempts. This man needs to be taking more. But let me tell you something. I'm not sure how successful he's going to be in scoring. Because the way he positioned himself to get the ball, he get the ball not in the post area. He gets the ball all the way up close to the three-point line, whether it's in the corner or whether it's at the top left or top right of the three-point line, and then shooting these fadeaway jump shots. I'm like, oh, my God, bruh, what the hell are you doing? You got to get it together, man. But guess what? He ain't got that dog in him. Guess what? He ain't got that that mindset, that killer instinct to be able to get down into his sweet spots and control the game. He doesn't have it. And what I sense is that he was pouting. He got an attitude on his shoulders or, or what my dad used to say, when you get your ass on your shoulders, then you, you just pity fit around and you just pout. This guy is no, he's not even an all-star player, man. This is why I say they are going to get ready to trade him. They're going to trade his ass this offseason and they need to. And when I was just looking at it, man, just the way the nonchalantness for me. It's the nonchalantness for me, man. It, it is that lackadaisical, lazy mentality of trotting up and down the court, not worrying about far as getting to your sweet spots. And then he made bone 
past decisions with turnovers, throwing the ball recklessly, and then he wasn't even getting the offensive rebounds and controlling the boards like he should. There's a reason why the Lakers lost that game, and Anthony Davis is a big part of that reason. If I was Coach Darvin Ham, I would have set his behind on that bench and then play my other players and hopefully they with their energy is going to revitalize that team to go on a surge and hopefully make up those hustle points on the defensive side of the ball and be able to run the offense fluently because as long as Anthony Davis is in that offense, he's wearing that offense down. There is no reason that the Lakers should have lost that game playing at home. That was a big loss for them to lose that game at home against the New York Knicks. I mean, Julius Randle had his way. This man scored like he ended up with 33 points, but Julius Randle ended up with 25 points in the first half. What are we doing, Anthony Davis? At some point, defense is what's gonna where it's gonna get you at to win the game. You was lazy as hell. And then RJ Barrett, when you let RJ Barrett score 30 points. When you not only let Julius Randle, but when you let R.J. Barrett score 30 points, and then it was like mostly in the paint. I'm like, where, Anthony Davis, where are you at? You just letting him just waltz in down the paint. Julius Randle had made at least about 10 to 15 points by driving to the lane. When you don't have no defensive presence inside the paint guess what team is going to the team is going to do they're going to think you are soft and they're going to keep driving it down your neck until you say as a defensive unit we're going to stop you and it starts with ad if you don't have that mentality to play defense that's why i say man he's soft as putty He's soft as putty. He gets banged around. He gets thrown from to and fro, from left to right, north to south, east and west. And he acts like he's got his head on a swivel. He don't know where the ball at. He don't know where his man at. And he's just like the exorcist. His head's just turning all around. His body's just turning all around. And he don't have a clue on what's going on. Get out of here, man. That was a bad bad loss for the Lakers and to be honest with you man it really lets you know that's the type of player and that's where they're at as a team collectively now I like the pieces that they picked up by getting Malik Beasley by getting the dude Vanderbilt and by getting D'Angelo Russell it makes a difference but this lets you know that the nucleus it wasn't just Russell Westbrook which he was a big contributing factor of that but it's just it's Anthony Davis as well you have to get rid of Anthony Davis and get somebody who's going to make a big impact on the defensive side of the ball and who's going to move with intentions and precision and going to bring life to that LA Lakers club ball team okay y'all stay tuned to the next episode